You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Up Your Brave show here with Natalie Cutler-Welsh, your host for Reality Check Radio. And my next guest is Jonathan Callanan. We're going to be talking about decentralized wealth and sovereignty. Jonathan is a He's from Freedom Wealth Builders, the wellness directory. He's also been an entrepreneur for 15 years, speaker, serial podcaster, and father of two. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Hey, Nat. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate being on. I'm so excited to do this interview. You know, you and I have been fellow business friends for, gosh, probably six or seven or more years. And um, I'm so excited to dive into your knowledge talking about wealth today. Uh, But before we do that, I, I want to know personally, and I'm sure my audience will too, how have the last three years been for you and your family? Yeah, it's, uh, I guess for a lot of people, it's been a bit of a roller coaster for us. Uh, I think if you look at the three years, the first year was probably one of the most difficult adapting to the change that was enforced upon us. Uh, so I created a lot of resilience and character building and strength at the same time. And then once we really kind of understood you know, what was at play and what we needed to do as um, independent freedom lovers. Uh, it was about empowering our own, our family, and really pivoting our lifestyle and our choices to, you know, live on purpose and understanding that, you know, life is very short and precious. Mm. And that, you know, this journey is, you know, it's, it is a ride. It's a game of strategy, first and foremost. And, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, but actually focus on the big stuff that, you know, makes our heart tick and um, helps others, you know, to, um, well, like-minded people to be independent as well and um, enjoy their, I guess, you know, enjoy more options in their lives as much as anything else. I actually wanted to honor you because you're one of um, many people, um, but usually not enough, who were courageous enough to post about things and post really thought-provoking, not just links to random stuff, but really thought-provoking questions. And, you know, what I'm wondering is, did you get pushback and how was that for you? Yes, always pushback, you know, with uh, rising up, standing up, you're going to rattle, you know, the the people's darkness, if you like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you shine your torch on people's darkness, it often blinds a lot of people and you lose a lot of friends that you well thought were friends at the time. And yeah, there's been pushback from family, close friends, uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's algorithms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> been in Facebook jail a few times, but look, you haven't lived if you haven't been in Facebook jail, have you? So, um, so, but yeah, it's it's been an interesting time. But again, like I said, it's prioritizing what's important. And I think when you've got a message to share and you live authentically and you want to speak your truth, then if you've got a platform to do that, I think it's all our own, you know, responsibility to be doing that. Yeah. Well, you definitely had the courage to speak your truth. And you also had the courage to look into, you know, what is actually happening and what is the potential, the opportunity out there in terms of the financial side of things. And, you know, I haven't done, I think I've been going for about three months now with my show um, and I haven't actually done money stuff. So I'm really excited today to share with our listeners any wisdom you have. And of course, you've got your finger on the pulse. So let's talk about, you know, banking, you know, what is the state of play at the moment? 
And this is, of course, coming out, you know, the end of June uh, 2023. What is the state of play with the banks right now? Banking. Well, one word, fire. (laughs) It's blazing. Uh, Look, it's not a good time to be sucked into the financial system. Uh, It is a great time to be preparing our resources, thinking ahead, uh, protecting our family, uh, building legacy wealth right now outside the financial system. And many of the people that we're talking to today will really get what I'm talking about. And there'll be a good number of people that will also be thinking about it. And now is the time. But just to kind of give you a little bit of context, you know, look at what banks have crashed and burned over the past few months, Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, First Republic, all major banks on the NASDAQ. You've got Western Alliance and Westpac basically on, you know, shaky ground as well to major, major banks. But the one thing I really want to draw people's attention to is the situation as it is right now is actually more grave than it was in 2008. We're already at that stage where, you know, there's more deficit, there's more loss, uh, there's more banks going under than there were in 2008. The only difference is this time around that is the media aren't reporting it. So mm-hmm. they're not, we're not getting an, you know, a truly well-rounded perspective of what's going on over and certainly in places in the US. And, you know, we're kind of a lot of people in that reactionary state of, oh, something's gone, need to do something. Next thing goes, you know, it's like the domino effect. But problem is if we live in that domino effect type of way, then eventually we're the ones that are just going to be totally, you know, under submission of the people that control the the financial system, the the banks, um, the digital wallets and the cryptocurrency that's coming into the banking system will essentially all be enslaved in that. So it's about getting out of that reactionary state that a lot of people are in right now and really switching to a proactive state and getting ahead of the curve and really protecting our assets outside the bank for ourselves, our family, you know, going forward. So it's not a good time to be sort of really inside the banking system. Um, it's it's a tricky time for a lot of people. And a lot of people, if they don't know it consciously, they'll certainly be feeling it. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. I want to give people a realistic look at what is going on that we're not necessarily being told the whole picture, but also not creating that sense of fear, just empowerment. And then, okay, awesome. What can I do about it? So before we do that, you mentioned I want to do some terminology. You mentioned legacy wealth. Now, you and I entrepreneurs, we totally know what that means. But for the rest of my listeners, can you break that down? What do you mean by legacy wealth? How do we create that? What is that? What does it even mean? Yeah, I've I've got a saying that if we're not earning money while we sleep, then we're essentially losing money or we're just having our time robbed from us. You know, so there's a few things when talking about legacy wealth, it's, you know, obviously setting our kids up to be financially stable when they come out of university and give them options to, you know, travel to whether it's put some funds down on a house deposit, whatever it is. What we don't want is our kids to be really struggling at the age of 18, 19. You know, the worst case scenario, and this happened to me and happens to a lot of families is you know, we don't want our kids coming out of university in $50,000 worth of debt. Mm. And that's the start of their adult journey, you know. So when I talk about legacy, I'm talking about, you know, something that we can remove ourselves from, but empower our kids to move forwards at the same time. 
And the only way we can do that, and that's why we're talking today, is to be financially independent outside the fiat banking system because you know, it's the, the banking system isn't you know, something that's going to make us wealthy. It's certainly not going to give us the option to build legacy wealth because the house always wins, just like the casino with you know, the financial banking system as, it, as it's set up and structured right now. So it's about looking at decentralized financial options and apply. And this is where critical thinking really comes into play. You know, a lot of people have, you asked about the last three years. Well, the last three years, one of the big things is, you know, people like ourselves, we've really finally tuned in our critical thinking skills and upped our brave, upped our due diligence and the choices we're making across all areas of our lives. But right now, financial wealth, health, sovereignty it's absolutely critical. So doing our due diligence around that is really important. But there are some amazing, amazing options to build our wealth independently outside the enslavement system and the matrix, you know, nine to five hamster wheel that people get caught up in. Yeah. And I want to come to that. I want to ask you about gold, silver and crypto. Um, But another terminology that you mentioned there was the fiat system. So by that, are you talking about like the paper money system that the Federal Reserve has been just printing money randomly ad hoc? Um, And we're moving towards more of a gold backed system. I don't know if that's in place yet. Um, So is that what you mean by fiat? Yeah, that's that's essentially it. Yeah, it's it's the biggest Ponzi scheme on the planet, really, because the way the fiat system works is you put your money in the bank and it's fractional reserving allows banks to basically use uh, 90% of what you deposit and lend it out to other people. That's what a Ponzi scheme is. They make interest on the dollar that they lend out to other people that you've just deposited into the bank. Um, so... Uh, fiat really is a way of serving the masters, the bankers, mm. people that control the bankers, and you know the way it's been um, since the early 1900s. And the particular event that triggered the whole Federal Reserve—I won't go into that—but a lot of people will know what event I'm talking about. And you know that has essentially enslaved humanity in debt for you know what is it now a hundred years? So. When I talk about decentralized, I'm talking about having full control, full ownership and independence over our own assets and for it to be completely untracked, untraceable, and you know, to have encrypted peer-to-peer transactions that aren't controlled by a third party. So that's really the difference between fiat and decentralized banking. Okay, so for some people listening, you know, it is a bit um, overwhelming or intimidating hearing some of the terminology, but just knowing that um, it's a great time to get proactive, to learn what's going on, and then to take some steps, because I guess there are ways that people can prepare themselves, you know, and be um, not be caught out, I suppose. Um, So what are some of the opportunities or some of the smart things that people can do to be prepared? Yeah, well, first thing is to really align yourself with people that are already doing it and prospering from it. Um, Myself and people I have around me, leaders and people that really just dedicate their time, energy, resources to learning about these different projects, uh, these platforms and opportunities to actually, you know, just accumulate wealth. Um, And what I'm saying is accumulate by earning when we're sleeping, going back to that, because the end of the day, if you're not compounding your gains, then 
you know, you're not actually making any money. All you're doing is you're living in a, a repeated earn to spend, earn to spend. And that's a, an enslavement system, essentially. Mm. You know, until we've got funds working for us, compounding and living off interest, then we don't actually, we're not actually truly accumulating any type of wealth. And when I say platforms and projects, yeah, I'm talking about DeFi projects. I mean, give you a couple of examples. Um, cloud minting is an obvious one. Uh, which is basically validation of transactions on the blockchain. Um, there are lots of lucrative opportunities in that space right now, and that's up and coming. I mean, if you look at the bank system, that's going to be converted to a crypto system within the next 12 to 18 months guaranteed. So lots of opportunities to leverage that. But there's also things like Forex trading, uh, which is a trillion-dollar daily industry. Lots of people are making fantastic wealth from, and again, I say compounding their results and their gains every single day in that space. So the important is to have a few of these working for you, but also to be diversifying and de-risking as mm. much as possible across different spaces so that you know you haven't got all your eggs in one basket. Um, and yeah, you know, We've done that with the banking system. We've always had our eggs in one basket with the fiat banking system. Um, and now we're starting to see the risk and the problems associated with that. With DeFi, we've got all these amazing different spaces that we can leverage as an entrepreneur and with an entrepreneur mindset to work for us, you know, when, without us having to put the time and the energy into it. So, yeah, they'll just be aligning with people that know what they're talking about we have a webinar on sunday that you know that's one of the projects we'll be talking about and sharing some examples and some case studies you know so that's something that you know we're always open because at the end of the day this is about building a vibe building a tribe and helping people in a community of like-minded awake that want to get out of the system it's not about you know the whole kind of let's build wealth individually it's let's build wealth collectively and create, you know, a tribe that way. So, yeah, that's what I'd probably say about it. It's, um, you know, do, go to someone that's that's doing it, it's done it, knows how to do it, got the proven results. I mean, that's like anything in life, isn't it? Totally. I mean, it's interesting because some people will be thinking, you know, I've got property or I've got shares. And so we do want to have diverse things going on, not just money in the bank. Um I mean, I bought some crypto a couple of years ago, but I'm definitely not one to go and learn all the ins and outs of crypto. Like it just doesn't like fire me up, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I bought some silver a few years ago. So I feel like I'm in a pretty good position. Um, yeah. And of course, those that are entrepreneurs, when we talk about leverage, some of people might have a digital product or an ebook or a course that they sell. And that again, is that leverage kind of income revenue stream. But for people that aren't business people, you know, having something other than just the money in the bank, because it is quite volatile to only have that one option. Okay. Awesome. So they can come to your, <laughs> they can come to your webinar if they want to learn more yeah. because it sounds Absolutely. like interesting, but overwhelming to me. So well, look, um, the one, the one on Sunday, just very yeah. quickly, sorry to interrupt <laughs> is a great first rung on the ladder. Intro, yes. It's such a simple project for beginners and understand <laughs> an education program. So it's, it's a great one. Sounds good. Okay. And, and maybe on this on this um, interview today, you can tell us a little bit more about just some things that we might want to know if we can't come along on Sunday. What is it? So cool. I might ask you that in a minute. Um, and I will ask you at the end where they can join up for this webinar. But why don't you just mention it now if there's an easy place to Google or go to? Yeah, well, I'll probably easy just to um, share a link, if that's all right, to go and register for it. Uh, it's on Sunday afternoon. Um, I can tell you the project is... 
it's one predominantly in the forex trading space. Um, it's nothing people have to learn. It's you know it's a very simplistic project. But what I like about the company is they're diversifying across multiple different spaces. You know they've got liquidity pools in crypto, forex trading, silver, gold. They've got shares in sports teams in Australia, um, heavyweight boxers, <laughs> all sorts of things. So. When you hear that sort of information, you kind of go, ah, okay, so they're set up to be sustainable going forward. And that's the real key, you know, component of any good DeFi project. Is it sustainable? Because there are lots of here today, gone next month type projects that, you know, offering fantastic returns, you know, but you do your due diligence and you understand actually that do we do we know who the founder is? Do is this project set up to be uh, sustainable this time next year. Uh, how are they earning the revenue? How is it getting distributed between the people in the projects? And you know that this is all information that we we have to know. Is it compliant? Is it legit? You know, is it transparent? Is there open communication with the projects and the founders all the time through webinars and things like that? So this project that I'm going to be talking about on Sunday ticks all those boxes. And it's a, just a very easy one for people to get in, especially if they're thinking of, you know, the risk tolerance is high at the moment. And that's totally understandable. But the one thing I would say is if, you know, we don't risk anything right now, then we're just absolutely risking everything with the state of play. So yeah, that's okay. Well, we're, we're audio only here at the moment on the radio. So what I can do yes. you guys is sometimes I'll put a post on my up your brave with Natalie Cutler Welsh on Facebook. And I actually took a photo of Jonathan and I here on our video. So I'll, I'll use that image. You can easily look for it and I'll put a link to this webinar, which is on Sunday. So depending on when you're listening to this, if you're listening to us live, you can attend that webinar. If you're listening to us later, meaning the replay, um, then you can get in touch with Jonathan in another way and maybe get the replay then or ask some questions. All right. I want to ask a question of you now sure. because we'll have some people thinking, you know, money, like some people will be overwhelmed when they think about money and other people will just think, oh, you know, I never do well with money or things are always a struggle and that's fine. Can we talk about yeah. money mindset? What practical sure. strategies or guidance do you have for my audience today around, you know, strengthening their money mindset? Yeah, it's a really good question. And obviously, we could talk for 24 hours about strengthening your money mindset and some. Uh, but one thing, and the key thing to know really with improving our money mindset is a lot of it is in the subconscious mind. All right. So it's uh, what we've seen, what we've experienced through the five senses, you know, in that first seven to eight years of our lives. So if we've been in a family where money was always scarce and, you know, we, we saw our parents struggling or family members struggling with it, then that's our perception of money. So even using the word money, you know, we've got internal dialogue going on every time we say that word. So we're either, you know, inside our subconscious, we're either thinking that's, you know, scarce, evil, and or we're thinking it's abundant and fun. You know, it gives us options. So we make a choice on how to build that relationship with that word. So to do that, obviously, if, you know, like I say, we have been brought up where money has been scarce, then a, a certain amount of subconscious rewiring needs to take place. And there are numerous techniques and tactics and ways to work on that. But the first thing is to really understand what the word money actually means to us and really tune in with our vibration on that. So, you know, 
just write the word down money, uh, sorry, write the word money down on a piece of paper and then just zone out of everything and just write down the words that you feel that you associate with the word money, all right? Because if it's fear, if it's loss, scarcity, evil, whatever it is, then that's where we need to be rewiring our subconscious and start focusing on what money can actually do for us. How, what can it do for our lifestyle? How can it help us evolve spiritually? How can it help us help other people to live on purpose and evolve? You know, because there are always two ways to look at a particular uh, resource like money. And, you know, it's not easy. A lot of people, you know, are struggling now and it's all very well me standing here and saying, you know, this is what you've got to do. But the reality is until we're aware of that internal dialogue and conversation going on in our minds around that word, nothing is going to change. That's so true. You know, I did an event last year, Align Your Business. And one of my speakers, Donna Gamagami from She Means Business, she's all about like normalizing wealth for women. And she did an activity like that with the audience. And she said, you know, close your eyes and I want you to picture a wealthy man. You know, what does he look like? What is he wearing? What is he saying? And then same thing, picture a wealthy woman. And it was so fascinating. Yeah. Then they had to turn to the person beside them and share. And a lot of people were like, oh, the woman was very snobby and she had a fur coat, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, People's absolutely. different perceptions of wealth yeah. is so fascinating. And it's not just broke people that have problems with money. It can be people that earn great money. You know, it can be doctors, lawyers, you know, um, the like that earn really good salaries, but they're skinned because they, they consume too much. They've got a problem with spending money, you know, so they've got challenges around. It's a different challenge around, you know, struggling with your shopping each week, but it's still a, a challenge. So, you know, just to give you an example, one of the things that's really important there is to rewire, rewire our subconscious to actually get pleasure out of saving money. And a lot of people really struggle with that idea, saving. Um, but when I say save, I don't mean put it in your piggy bank because nothing happens to that money. It's just sitting there. I mean, invest it where it's going to earn you money. So you're going to compound those gains and that's going to create more money out of the money that you've invested. That's the smart way to go. So actually rewiring our subconscious, but also triggering, you know, those adrenaline, you know, um, that feeling of, uh, of actually euphoria when we save and I'm putting money to work for us, that's a total switch as well. And, you know, there's a lot of people that go bankrupt. They're in fantastic, you know, jobs with high salaries and they just can't stop spending money. So there's different ways to rewire, but it all comes down to the same thing. One other thing we've heard, at least I've heard for the past two years or more is, oh, make sure you've got at least $200, $300 cash, you know, in the drawer because, yep. you know, we're going to have this internet blackout and it's going to be 10 days of darkness, whether that's literal darkness or just internet darkness, or maybe the banks just don't work like the FOS. I'm not sure, but oh. I like to be prepared. Do I have 200 in the drawer right now? Probably more like 100 because I keep spending yeah. it. Yeah. Um, what, what are your thoughts around that? Do you think it's a good idea to have some cash on hand? Yeah, I think it's always a smart idea. To, and it's a bit like sort of storing, you know, uh, shelf life type foods and water and you know, silver as well, silver coins, which are much more practical than, you know, gold bars at the end of the day. 
Um, so yeah, absolutely. I mean, that this is about being prepared. Mm. Um, and you know, being prepared has many kind of facets and what, which we've got to, you know, look after ourselves as the immediate prepared, which is kind of having cash and food. And if, you know, we can't suddenly, our supply lines cut off. Um, but there's also, you know, the medium term being prepared, which is getting involved in different projects outside of the system. Um, and, you know, it includes tangibles like gold, silver, property, of course, but DeFi projects, decentralized wealth projects, you know, this is the future. Web 3.0, blockchain, crypto, <laughs> this is the imminent future. And I, I know you said you don't like to learn about these. And I, I totally get that. I actually want to ask you, what is DeFi? What do you mean by <laughs> DeFi projects? What's that? Uh, yep, sure. So DeFi just means decentralized finance. Got it. So you've got all these fintech companies popping up left, right, and center, which are basically financial technology companies that are just leading the way now. And what are they adopting? Crypto, you know. So a lot of people, I understand why it's technical, but I would strongly urge people to learn about the basics and just understand, you know, what is the blockchain? What is crypto? Why is it so important? And, you know, and at the end of the day, now it's always the same. I always have the same answer for people when they say, do we need to earn, sorry, do we need to learn this stuff? And I say, well, look, You've got two options. You can pretend it's not happening. This is <laughs> pretend that future is not happening, or you can earn and learn at the same time. Now, for me, coming from you know someone that's been through the system and the academic system and came out at 22 with a you know a first class honors degree, a teaching um, post grad certificate, I went through the whole indoctrination. <laughs> I was going to say you're a great candidate for indoctrination, but you managed I, to get out of I it. I was look 22, but some reason I felt something that I knew wasn't quite there. And I only went into supply teaching. I never did the, what my friends did, which was, you know, get the five-year contract with the school, then get a mortgage. And then, you know, which means a death pledge, by the way, as we know, and then just kind of, you know, be enslaved essentially to their options. Um, I kind of kept my options open. Then I came across to New Zealand and did some entrepreneurial stuff, started in the fitness training industry, actually. But, you know, what I'm saying is that, you have to really be open to the idea of earning and learning because for that first 22 years of my life, I just learned and got in debt <laughs> um, about a lot of stuff that I don't even use now. At least we can earn and learn about stuff that is actually going to be shaping the future of technology and finance and the way we're going to be interacting in society and everything else that goes with it, AI and you know, a number of others. So you know, AI and blockchain and crypto, all going to merge. Mm -hmm. So I do say to people, the quicker you jump on this gravy train and you start learning, just even if it's just basics, don't put too much expectation on you. Just get your foot on that first rung of the ladder. The universe starts opening up these all these beautiful doors and um, we start meeting some fantastic people. We start getting involved in lots of different cool projects and you know we're ahead of the curve and that's what it's about right now, isn't it? Being ahead of the curve. You know, so when the wave does come we just put the boat down and away we go you know go with it I, I do like the sound of that i think you know it is it is um a great way to be sovereign is to earn and learn and by the way like you i also survived the indoctrination and i i was a great well candidate <laughs> i did nine years of tertiary education right so since yeah, <laughs> nine years of, of like since high school and i did environmental ed and masters of environmental education and so all this kind of potentially 
you know, becoming an activist. I'm not an activist. I'm actually an activator. I'm an activator. Excellent. Very like different. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, and coming from a very medical family and no entrepreneurs in my family and no freedom fighters in my family. So Yes. Yes. Um, but there's the a lot of people like me mm-hmm. out there that are, you know, I'm, I want to be prepared with the money stuff. Yes. I've been listening to some things. I'm, I'm keen to learn. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to be an- able to answer this, but the other thing I've sure. heard about is like quantum currency or rainbow currency, um, mm-hmm. which has nothing to do with like, you know, pink shirt day and the transgender agenda. But um, yeah. can you comment on that? Well, it's not something I've really delved into on a heavy scale. I've got to be honest with you. Um, but there are two schools of thought. There's the school of thought where, you know, the whole banking system is going to be switched over to this ISO 222 crypto uh, system, if you like, which is going to adopt cryptocurrencies like XLM, XRP, IOTA, a lot of different kind of what we call ISO 222 coins, which, you know, right now are like 50 cents a, a token. So just holding some of those tokens is a really, you know, smart idea because when, it's not a case of if, when the banking system does switch over to the cryptocurrency way of working, all of those tokens are going to absolutely roar. So 50 cents a token at the moment, you know, it could be $300, $400 a token in the next Well, that's good to hear because some people might be thinking, oh, well, I missed the boat. You know, did I miss the boat? Because everyone's been talking about crypto for so long. Yeah. So um, yeah. that's cool. That's good to hear. Yeah, these are these are the, going to essentially be the stable tokens of the as kind of the new financial. I won't call it revolution because it's not, but it, you know the way the banking system is going to operate. Uh, the quantum financial side of things is a bit different. That's the school of thought that doesn't include the old financial system. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, there is merits to being aware of you know what comes with that, but I'm I'm not going to go into it because I, for me, it's more about having the practicalities and the knowledge of what's happening right now mm-hmm. and what's available to us right now, rather than conceptualizing stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, people that are struggling with shopping or putting food on the table for their family, they don't need concepts; they need actual you know, practical solutions. And that's, that's the game I'm in right now, helping yeah. people do that. Which is awesome. And, you know, I mean, I've seen you do that and I've seen you pivot, you know, evolve your business over the years, because one of the other things that you and I have in common is our love of holistic health. And you've got this yes. wellness directory. Um, so I'd love to hear about that if that's still up and running. But I think the other thing, another thing I want to highlight, and I've said this before, is I want to help people, empower people to be prepared, but not paranoid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, be prepared. But the thing is, being prepared is it increases our self confidence anyway. And um, you know, when we're helpless, then we're paranoid because we feel like we're just basically um, a victim of circumstance, mm-hmm. right? When we're prepared, we're proactive, and we're punching forward the P's. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you know, we can move forward with a totally different vibration you know, a vibration of more certainty. Um, and for me, love as well for helping other people. And, you know, just having that confidence to know that if it all goes <laughs> down the toilet, then we've got things in place. Um, because a lot of people right now are just very confused. They're living in fear. Yeah. They don't know what's around the corner. They're hearing lots of different mixed messages. 
Um, but the one common denom- denominator is ourselves and what we're doing for ourselves, how we're being prepared, not just mm. mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, and emotionally with all of that. Um, and it all, you know, intersects, as we know, into a beautiful Venn diagram. You know, it's 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 all one. So, yeah, it's, yeah, the preparedness, plan to prepare, <laughs> um, you know, fail to plan, plan to fail. Yeah, it's it's so true right now. And we do have just a, a small window of opportunity, really, if, if we're really awake and aware to what's going on around us. You know, like I said at the start of this call, what's happening with the banks on the NASDAQ and, you know, what's happening across the world and all the distractions in the media. You know, there's a lot of transferring of wealth going on left, right and centre in front of us that, you know, media aren't reporting at um, between big corporations. They're getting ready. The banks are getting ready for this shift. And we have to be ahead, not ready. We have to be ahead. Mm. So, yeah, that prepared word is very important. Definitely. So I'd love to ask our lovely listeners out there. Um, you can text in 2057 or email inbox at realitycheck.radio. What are you doing to be prepared, but not paranoid? What are you doing in your life? What are you doing with your money to be prepared? Um, or maybe what are you doing to have a positive money mindset? Have you? Um, is there an activity that you've done or some sort of mantra that you have? You know, my friend Melaine taught me, I love I love money and money loves me. You know, Beautiful. so what That's is it why. that you're doing? We'd love to hear from you 2057 on the text. Um, so Jonathan, I'm going to ask you the questions that I ask all my guests, and we're going to kick off with what is one thing in the last year that you've done where you've truly upped your brave? Well, you know what I'm going to say, don't you, Nat? It's really taking that first leap of faith into the decentralized financial space, getting involved in my first project, which by the way, didn't work out because when you get involved in the first part, often you just kind of you know, you're having faith and trust in other people. Um, and I didn't know anything about crypto this time, 12, 13 months ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been a fantastic year of learning, self-growth and being prepared. And I have to say, if I didn't take that first step, uh, then I would probably be, you know, where I was 12 months ago, which was, you know, living in doubt, uncertainty, a little bit of fear about, you know, funds I had in my bank account and how I was going to provide and, you know, support my family going forward, all of those, you know, internal questions that go on as, you know, being the provider of the family. So not only was it the first step into that space, but it was also continuing in that space after that first project fell because a lot of people would go, okay, well, crypto is not for me. You know, the first yeah. project, ah, you know. Yeah, tried that, done. Yeah, done, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so well, congrats on having the courage to, I guess, to change slightly or take, you know, take and navigate around the and or dust yourself off and move move forward again. So that's cool. And of course, you're always learning as always, you go. Always, yeah. Uh, bucket list. So, what is one thing on your bucket list, which is something you'd love to do, be, or experience in your lifetime that possibly the Reality Check Radio community can help you with? Yeah, I mean, if I can just slightly pivot that question. <laughs> And Make just, it your own. And just talk about what I feel that we can all do right now rather than my own bucket list. I've got my own bucket list and, you know, some of it's family-based, some of it's travel, some a lot of it's, you know, self-growth and evolution and going on retreats and, you know, really finding spiritual John O as well. And, you know, I'm on that path right now. But for me, 
I get more satisfaction and my vibes raise when other people are doing the same. So if there's one thing I can ask of your community is that we step up our brave and I'm just, I know you use that, so I've had to use it, um, but also raise our vibes by, you know, understanding that we are far greater, far more powerful than what the media, what the education system has indoctrinated us to be. We know very little about how our minds work and our potentiality on this short journey. And just really love yourself, trust yourself, and grow as a person um, to keep learning, keep an open mind and an open heart, and raise your vibrations to see in this new world because that's the only way that the people are going to collectively win. So that's raise your vibe, raise your brave, up your brave. Oh, I love that. I'm like, that is just like a grand finale way to finish, but we're not done yet. No. Um, interestingly, with the with the bucket list uh, for my audience, I'm going to give you a little teaser for an upcoming episode. I actually in, interviewed um, Travis Bell, aka the bucket oh, yeah. list guy. Yes. He's from Australia. He's in such hot demand with his speaking because everyone wants to learn about like, how do I make a bucket list? And he's written this book. Um, so that is an upcoming interview for, for you, all of you to get excited about, but thank you for sharing that. That's a great one. Um, that's a very motivational, inspirational, um, challenge, I think to my audience as well is to like up your brave, stay positive, you know, stay in the zone of love, but also learning. Be the change we want to see as well. I love that one because it's so true. Yeah, absolutely. What is one thing, um, or what it generally is coming up for you in the next six months and how can people connect with you online? Well, there's going to be uh, a lot more speaking gigs, talking, traveling, and building like-minded communities with the the whole Freedom Wealth Builders uh, project that we're working on at the moment. Um, And Freedom Wealth Builders isn't just about building wealth. Obviously, wealth is an integral part of that. Why? Because wealth gives us options to grow, um, gives us choices that can often expedite the process as well. So again, rewire the relationship we have with mm-hmm. money and you know let's let's do this together let's be the best possible version of ourselves because you know money is abundant it's a resource it's a tool that can help us be you know whoever we need to be in this lifetime and be a thinking up abundance so freedom wealth builders is going to go from strength to strength we've got a massive community already in there uh, we are on signal at the moment because we're freedom fighters, <laughs> of course. We're not on. I mean, I do have a messenger chat group as well, but um, we have just transitioned to Mighty Networks and we're building the community over there as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the easiest way to interact with me personally is to jump on one of our presentation calls, um, come and feel the vibe of other people on there because, you know, every time we do it, it's fun, it's lighthearted, it's for awake people, it's a great camaraderie and everyone's there to support each other. So jump on one of these calls and let's continue that journey together, you know, like I say, supporting each other in this new world. Okay. I love it. You're on signal. I'm on signal. I'm on telegram. I'm, I'm on rumble. Um, <laughs> telegram signal. I, yeah, the two I still want to give them somewhere to go. So even somewhere if it's an email go. address yes. that you can tell yeah. us, I'm like, give us something. How can uh, they find you? Absolutely. I uh, want an email address. Uh, if, if just go my full name at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to reach out. If you want to say hi, um, it's so funny. It makes me laugh because if we were having this interview this time last year, I, be able to reel off so many ways to connect and interact with me, but I've 
I'm a very different person to what they I They might was have to message me ago. and then I'll have to introduce them to you. No. So, so everyone, it's Jonathan Callanan, but it's, you know, you know, I know you Kalanan. say Callanan, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. N-A-N at gmail.com. And, you know, we'll have an image that goes with this interview. You should be able to read his name off of that. Um, or yeah. if, if you, for the freedom warriors out there, if you want to connect with me, exit matrix 79 <laughs> at proton.me. That's my favorite email address. Exit matrix 79. Bonus points for having that yeah. email address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Okay. Amazing. Um, hey, before we wrap it up, um, is there anything else you want to share with our audience around the topic of decentralized wealth and sovereignty? Yeah, I, I think really it's just because I'm so passionate about helping people get out of their own way at the moment and transition from this old new paradigm. The one common denominator that I keep seeing people is just that fear and the unknown really holds people back. So again, you know, it's just coming back to risk something um, so that you don't have to risk everything and just really tap into that courageous warrior that is inside all of us, knowing that, you know, decentralized finance, decentralized way of living is the way of the future. It's, you know, it's decentralized for a reason. It's to cut out that third party greedy operator that we've had to basically, you know, pay or um, bow down to for far too long. So, Take a, take a risk, um, you know, reach out, jump on a webinar. Uh, it is the first rung on the ladder. Um, even if it's just to say hello, great. Um, but, you know, just once we declare something to the universe, the universe will act in accordance. But until we consciously, intentionally declare that we're going to do that and change our situation, then it's just just another excuse. So true. That's awesome. And yes, it's, I didn't, I don't think I knew that you were a teacher, but I've been on multiple yeah. webinars of yours over the years. And I'm like, well, you are a teacher and you're still teaching. You're just not in the classroom. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I prefer to be talking yeah. <laughs> rather than listening. I do listen a lot on other webinars, but yeah. Yeah. But you're not in the school system. You're out there empowering people through, but you're still teaching. So I love that. Yeah. Living life on my terms and helping others do the same. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan, for joining us today. Beautiful. I really appreciate the time that you've given me to have a chat with you. It's awesome as always. All right. All right. So our listeners, we want to hear from you um, about your money mindset, how you are living a decentralized life in terms of your wealth and sovereignty and any questions that you've got for Jonathan, you can always just send them into me, you know, at, at 2057 on the text or inbox at realitycheck.radio. And then I can email you back with Jonathan's link. But otherwise, you can you can email him, Jonathan Callanan um, at gmail.com or that Proton one. Can you say it again? Your yeah, favorite so one? Exit matrix 79 at proton.me. There it is. Thanks so much, Jonathan. Thank you. You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio.